Hello, and welcome back to ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child, and we do encourage you that growth for your child is possible. And we continue our series on co-occurring conditions, and this week, Dr. Gutstein talks about what is not a co-occurring condition, self-stem. Dr. Gutstein continues. And you know, self-stim is, is uh, self-stimulating behaviors. Um, first of all, they're very there's some very different things that people do, and some people talk about those as you know flapping or this, or, or um, others as sort of repetitive, restricted, you know, pacing um, or or noises that you make or um, uh, repeating back a show, a video you saw, um, and. The, the first of all, people assume that that is somehow tied into autism, and it's not. So those types of behaviors are tied into nervous system disruption. There's something happening with that person's nervous system that's not working. It's like any behavior. Um, and But it's telling you more about the sense of overload that the nervous system is more direct information that at that point, that person's nervous system is you know overloaded. Um, and what, what you think about the idea of self-stimulation, what it's doing is it's trying to um, remove right, the, the outside part of my engagement with the world because it, it's too much at that moment for whatever, or you know, there's a reaction to it being too much. So self-stimulation is, is the way we, you know, we do that. We all do that to some degree, by the way. We all, we all self-stimulate to some degree. Um, and, you know, yes, we know that, that people with ASD have difficulty with the efficiency, the, you know, just what we've been talking about with their, with their brains, with their nervous systems. And so it's not surprising that you would see those types of behaviors, but it'd be like, you know, you know, the idea of treating that makes no sense. What you want to treat is the, the ability of the nervous system to function in a world that is more complex, more dynamic, right, changing, and without having to use those mechanisms, right, and, and to help the person to be able to, their brain to be able to function more effectively. It's just telling you the brain at that point is not functioning effectively in whatever the environment they're in or that they're reacting to they've been in because it doesn't mean it's right there. It could be that they've been in an environment and now they're just sort of overloaded with it and this is their response to it. So. It's funny that it's brought up a lot still because it's it's really easy to respond to that because yeah well that makes a lot of sense that a lot of people with ASD would respond in that way. Some people just do it in their heads. That's where you start seeing obsessive type of thinking um, with some people um, because it has the same type of sort of self closing out more information from the world, right, and just focusing in. And some will be behaviorally doing that. And some, you know, sometimes it's just, um, when it's like flapping briefly, it's just an immaturity of the nervous system, which I see my, you know, when my grandson still does that sometimes, it's nothing. So you also have to look at it that way. But again, it's something that we have to reassure parents. That it's like, no, that's not something that you'll have to worry. I mean, that's not something that, if you're worrying about it, it's because of how it looks to, you know, you in the world. And, and it has not, it's not about, this child's needs, it's not addressing this child. This child does not need you to address that behavior. 
your child needs, it's just a sign that your child needs, has a need to, for their brain to be able to engage better with the world. <laughs> but it's not that they need to stop flapping or they, it's not doing it for them. That's a nice distinction to make too, I think. Again, back to the person-oriented versus the diagnostic or the object-oriented way of approaching someone with ASD rather than approaching as an object. I think when, when, when I do that with parents, and I'm sure you do the same thing, it's immediately they get it. And it's like, okay, I see what you're saying now. You're saying uh, that those are all objectifications of people with autism. They're making them into non-persons. They, they're them. They're like this, and they do this. and they. So anytime we behaviorally characterize them, we're objectifying them. Okay, we're stereotyping. Right? It's like anybody that we would stereotype. They're that those people. They do this. They're all lazy and they do this. And you know, it's the same thing. We say, oh, they they stim. And I mean, we don't say it in a negative way. Maybe maybe we say it in a very loving, caring way. But the impact is the same. It's it's saying they're not individual people. They're they're them's. You know, and that's dangerous anytime we do that. And I think parents love that because it's their child. It's like you, you produce this kid. I mean, it's comes from your womb it comes from your genetics it's your it's a person it's you know it's your kid it's your individual unique person it's not an autism you didn't produce an autism you know it's not like you were uh, impregnated by an alien or something from the world i mean it's just a kid you know and i think it's a really relief when parents realize that i mean it's, just, it's obvious and it's like one of those moments of course but it's they get bombarded with so much stuff unconsciously that objectifies these children that, that somebody needs to help them get back to, right? The, the sense of, not that everything's fine and wonderful, but it is just your child. It's don't, don't assume that those stereotypes apply to your child. Thank you, Dr. Gutstein, and thank you for joining us for ASD, A New Perspective, and our special series, Autism and Co-Occurring Conditions, a podcast show where we tell you what is going on in the mind of your child, and we do continue to encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.